Welcome back to another episode of the Tuck Cast with a splash of bourbon. Hope everybody out there is doing well. We are uh, sitting here in Bryson City today, getting this podcast done. Um, just want to remind everybody if you uh, if you're listening to this on a friend's phone or computer that you can go yourself to iTunes or Google Podcast, Spotify. I think it's up on iHeartRadio now, and a couple of the what is it, Stitcher, some apps like that. Yeah, we're trying to trying to link it into our blog as well, so you could just go to our website and hit play. Yeah, but, and you can definitely go there too. But if you don't want to miss an episode, definitely subscribe. But uh, today we're going to do a, a kind of a fun topic. We've been on an interview series, and if you haven't heard those, go back and listen to those uh, the last four episodes. Getting to know you. That's it. We've done episode. We've done uh, done interviews with all of us. So mine, Shannon. Jack and Dale, that's all four of us sitting here today. So if you want to listen to those, head back and hear that. But today we're going to do what we want to just call the top ten. And every time we do this little segment, it will be something different, a, a top ten. You just won't know what it is until you listen. I don't know what it is. Well, <laughs> I didn't do my homework. Yeah, well, we, we had... I knew we, you were still in school. <laughs> Wait, there was a lot of back and forth on what to title this one, and... Uh, so we're, we're, you know, we'll, we'll ballpark this here around the around the top ten useless but most useful pieces of gear that that you can have in fly fishing. So, and when we say useless, it's very useful, and you it's will just, enjoy you having it. You don't need it, but it's really nice to have. So, sure. so we'll we'll dive right into it here. Um, so, and we'll we'll kind of do this round robin. We need like a um, drum roll, like. <laughs> All right, so number 10, uh, right here at the bottom of the list of the uh, most useless but could be most useful items, be a leader straightener. What, what do you guys think about that, number 10? Thumbs down. Thumbs down. They're, they're, they're not – well, first and foremost, they put heat into your leader material, which actually weakens it. There you go, man. I that's, mean, that's like scientific I mean, proof. There is actually Boom. evidence of that. Um, but, however, for some folks who may or may not have the and, strength and to just pull and straighten their leader a little bit, it could be a great tool for them. Well, let, but let me for just, me, it's a thumbs down. Let me just clear up real quick. We are talking about the, the item of gear that you pin on your vest or pin on a zinger, and uh, you, you can, you know, you pull the leader between the two pieces of leather or pleather, whatever happens to be the material, to get the the kink out of the leader. The, the coil. Yeah. The memory. The memory. There the memory. It's just... Uh, I guess sometimes they're even got rubber on them. Don't, 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 some of them have like a rubber lining or something. Yeah. I don't use one. I Those have, are the economy ones. I have used them, and they work, but I don't think I need it. I've, I'm able to straighten the leader. Now, if you've got a leader that's like 10 years old, you probably should just throw it out. Not try to straighten it. Recycle it, please. <laughs> yeah. Dispose of properly. Yeah, dispose of it properly. But, uh, yeah, you probably need a new leader. Um, but, yeah, I would say I'm a thumbs down on it too probably, Shannon. And I would have to agree there. You know, I just have a buddy hold one end. I'll take the other and just walk away, stretch it out a little bit. What you're if golden. you're fishing by yourself? What do you do? I oh. use my imaginary friend. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name or her name? Fred. Fred. So Fred holds it. Fred. <laughs> What about you, Dale? We'll, we'll thumbs up, thumbs down. We'll talk to Fred again later in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll bring Fred on next episode. Oh, boy. Hello, I'm Fred. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, if, if you're like, 
if you're like me and Bobby, we got these we got these sausage fingers, right? I mean, we're we're not we we got big hands, and you know what they say about guys with big hands? They don't need leader straighteners, so or they can't tie flies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I tend to just put put the leader between my fingers and you know pull it through. Um, but you're right; it does heat it up. Even like you could feel the friction just pulling it between your fingers. Yeah, the the warmth. I hadn't thought about the the heat thing. That's actually a maybe. That's the trick to get you to buy more leaders. That is the most useful tool that you can have. <laughs> and moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so moving on here, number nine. Um, I, I I don't know where they get this name. Um, I've seen it in multiple catalogs with this, but. It, it sounds like something from Beethoven or, or definitely over on the, the other side of the pond in Europe. Amadou drying patch for dry flies. Drying patch. I have personally never used one. So I, I can't give it a, a thumbs up or thumbs down. I usually just use my shirt or something like that. So have any of y'all used it? Yes. I give it a thumbs up. Thumbs uh, up. If you're, if you're doing a lot of, uh, a lot of dry flies, um, it, it can be a useful uh, tool for sure. I would rather have that than a leader straightener because of the space it takes up. They're real similar there, but you're going to get more benefit out of the drying patch. Um, you know, you get some fish slime on you know in your fly, just dunk it in the water. You know, the fly itself is, and uh, just put that in there and squeeze it. It really does a great job. Um, are there other ways of doing it? Uh, yeah, uh, but but it really, if you're doing fly CDC things like that, man, it's it's a great tool there for sure. But Amadou. Uh, Amadou? Amadou. Is it Amadou or Amadou? Amadou. Amadou. Amadou without Zan- it. There was a Zan- pecan, pecan or pecan? Pecan. There was Xanadu. Oh, nice. I think that Olivia Newton John sung Xanadu. Hey, man. So, this Amadou? guy is Shazam. Shazam. In living form baby. right here. Oh, boy. Wait till the road trip. But anyway, I, I'm, a, I'm a thumbs up. I, I'm, I'm a thumbs up on it, and it because I do a lot of dry floss. Have you used one, Jack? Uh, I'm a little impartial. I, I really haven't used one. You know, I've, I've held them in my hand. They feel real nice. They're nice and soft and spongy. But other than that, I've never dried a fly with one. I'm I'm a dry magic guy, so I'm all about the dust. I'm gonna go get it out of the wrapper. I don't know if I've actually looked at one before. Oh man, live! This is live. So what we'll is, get the full report here in a moment. What does Fred think, Jack? Fred, he's also impartial. He can't make up his mind. This is actually something that, like right now we could we have this in the shop and we're telling you whether or not we think it's good or not, which I think is cool. We're trying to be as honest as possible about it. You know, it's actually derived from a fungi that yes. uh, grows on bark of mm-hmm. coniferous. You might want to look at your trees. hands tomorrow after you Jack, hold it. Jack, you can't eat these. I had to look. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the kind of mushroom that'll make you sick, Dale. Uh, yeah, it feels really nice to the touch. Um, like I said, they're if, real soft. If, if I didn't know what this was, I would think it's something to stick stick flies into and hold them. I think you're right there. It could be mistaken for that. Like if I was a Man, we, we should take items like this because it does feel spongy, and like put them into like a bucket that you can't see, and you have to guess what you're holding. Oh, oh, reach in and be like, what dude, is this? That's awesome. Like, do it. Do it on the podcast. It's like the oh, touch tank. Cool. It's like just describe yeah. it here. Throw a thingamabobber in there, a hook, you know, whatever. It's an awesome idea, man. <laughs> Brainstorming, love it. That's All right, real nice. I, I, I can see being I've never used it. That feels like it would suck the moisture out of a fly really well. So I have to say, just from looking at it, holding it, it's definitely a thumbs up. Oh, it's it's an investment, but it's let me let me tell you something. It, it comes in at thirty four ninety nine. But let me let me tell you this. But how long does it last? You I mean you years. Will, and oh, years. it lasts. Yeah. yeah. Let me let me tell you this here. 
you will forget how much you paid for it the first time you drop that fly and you go back and catch another fish. Hands so, down. so when you're when you've used yours, do you are you still using floating and stuff, or are you just straight up just using that? No, I, I will you know do my my coating yeah. uh, on my fly there, and then from that point right there, all I got to do is just just every every once in a while just kind of dry it, and then uh, you know we just go back and. Uh, uh, go at it, man, and go out there and land another uh, another you know wild brown or you another know, motley whopper, another whoppy whopper. There we go, man. All right, uh, moving on here. Um, so there, there's several brands out there. What no, what number are we on? Th- this is going to be number eight. Number eight. Okay. Right. Uh, top ten most useless, but could be very useful pieces of gear that we can have. Uh, number eight, uh, four hundred dollar pliers, and these will be fully CMC machined. Anodized replacement jaws, stuff like that. Tight something, uh, aluminum. So I, th- th- my opinion on them is they're awesome, especially if you do any type of big hooks or saltwater game, streamer fishing, things like that. Number one, they give you more leverage than hemostats. Um, obviously, there's you can go buy a five dollar pair of needle nose from one of the hardware stores. And, and do some of the same stuff, but but some of the items like the the actual line cutters that are on the side and things like that. And there's good pair of these. You don't have to spend four hundred dollars. There's some out there that are still you know relatively high priced for a couple hundred bucks. But I, I give them a thumbs up for sure. Yeah, I have to say, um, guiding they've certainly come in handy uh, out of the boat. Uh, throwing streamers, uh, they they tend to to grip that streamer hook a lot better. Um, you know, you, you certainly. Your nippers aren't necessarily going to cut through 10-pound maxima or 20-pound maxima uh, liter material, uh, but the line cutter might. Well, it will, Usually, usually the high-dollar ones cut through braid. So if anybody's That's ever true. used braid for anything, they, they do really well for that, too. Uh, but so guiding for smallmouth bass this summer, I absolutely loved them. Uh, I have a pair of the Hatch. Uh, Which they're not quite. They're not four hundred. No, I don't think they are. Yeah, I mean, I think so. And even the Sims ones, I think, come in under two hundred. Yeah. The Sims one actually has a little uh, bushing, hollow bushing, where you can put your index finger through to make sure you don't drop them. Yeah, I think that's pretty. Well, that's another thing. They most of these that are that high dollar come with uh, like a leather sheath and usually some type of keeper system, like a you know bungee or cable or something too. So that's nice. Yeah. What's y'all's thoughts? I would say, you know, it has a time and a place. Uh, for the average trout guy, it's probably, uh, you know, I wouldn't buy one if I was just straight-up trout fishing. A little excessive for the average trout guy? Definitely, yeah. yeah. Now, some brands, they do have two sizes, the big and the little guy. But even then, you know, trying to pinch down on a little size 18 or 20 nymph, it, it's just not going to cut it. You're not going to have a very good grip there. But like they always said, smallmouth fishing or like Bobby with the, the salt water there, definitely a good investment. I. I've never used them because I I think I hit Jack's mold of what he's describing. You know, I don't, I don't row the boat, but I I truly see where there's a benefit to that. I would give it a thumbs up because of the the amount of folks that are out there rowing boats. They're fishing in their own rafts today and hard bottom boats. Uh, When we were out West, you know, and you know, Hoover uh, out there guiding us, you know, he had them. I definitely see, I really see it. I think it's, it is an investment. Because your better quality ones are probably going to have some replaceable, uh, uh, you the know, jaws. cutters and stuff yeah. on them right there. So it is an investment. So that initial investment up front, and if it's going to save you time with any type nipper, because I'm the one who uses the expensive uh, nipper, I see the value and benefit for that. 
and uh, it makes it so much easier when you're out there in the field. So I would I would give it a thumbs up, even though I don't use them in my practical application. But there's yeah. a lot of people that would talk talking about the time thing. It's actually something worth mentioning. Is it it's especially if a hook is deeper in a fish's mouth, it's easier to get the hooks out. So if you're practicing catch and release, you know the time is a factor there. So where hemostats sometimes just don't give you as much leverage or as much gripping power. I know hemostats lock and all that good stuff, but sometimes being able to put as much force on a pair of pliers is what you need. Um, that could obviously help get the fish back into the water a little faster. So a lot of positives. That's right. But it is a price tag. Yeah, I mean it's it's paid. I think play. that's the only negative to it's the price tag. Yeah. You know. Uh, I think we had a Gerber pair in here we sold for about 55 bucks yeah, one yeah. one season but you could um, definitely see the difference between those and one of the more yeah. you know expensive pairs there was definitely um a, well, they've got replaceable difference. jaws too like i can pr- replace the hatch jaws yeah so if jaws I, and the cutters that's both, right both yeah. are replaceable that's i right. can tell you going back to our last episode i mentioned a story where i hooked myself in the chin tried to push it through didn't have anything to cut it out you know that's a time when i really wish i would have had a pair there you go <laughs> you know so I'm kind of half and half there. Real world yeah. use right there. A, a, a pair of what? Pliers? Oh, yeah. yes. Just want to make sure we clarify yeah. that. Oh. <laughs> 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 da ding, ding. Cowbell, Clint. Yeah, there's the cowbell. <laughs> well, uh, moving on here. Uh, top 10 useless, most useful pieces of gear that uh, we can have on the water uh, that we don't need but make our lives a lot easier. Uh, the intent with this one, I think, is great. Uh, the fish pond, piopod, piopod, however... Uh, I always call it Pio. I, I've said Pio too, but we're in the South. So that'd be the name of a good pizza restaurant. Pio. I just call it the candy bar wrapper collector. Yeah. So this thing, uh, describe it real quick. It's like a little trash can that you can attach to your vest. And it's like the size of a shot glass. Yeah. Probably. As we're looking at one here with some uh, Woodford Reserve on it. Um, but it, the, uh, the, the, the Pio pod, yeah, you, you're walking along the river and. You hear, uh, you, you see, you see somebody's inappropriately trashed some leader, or you might even have, you know, trash leader yourself instead of throwing it down the ground. You try to stuff it in there. For me personally, I love the intent here, uh, but um, man, I, my fingers are too big. I can't stuff stuff it down in there. It's good for people that that smoke too, like for cigarette butts. Mm-hmm. I've seen uh, a couple clients, I've had use, clients it for that. use it. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's definitely but it never smells the same after. No, no, but. Um, it's definitely. I, I think just because it's a way of keeping the rivers and stuff clean, it's it's definitely a thumbs up, and it's really inexpensive. It's like ten bucks or something like that. I mean, it's it's definitely worth its weight in gold if if that. Now, me personally, I don't use one. Um, I usually just wait about two months and clean out my neoprene booty from my waders because I drop all the leader <laughs> inside my waders, and then I have, usually have a big ball that I pull out at some point. So um, I don't smoke. I wouldn't drop a cigarette butt down your waiters. Let's go ahead and clarify that. I did not tell you to do that. They will not <laughs> so, honor the warranty on yeah, so cigarette Don't burn. do that. But little little pieces of leader, that's what I do. Have you guys used them? I have, actually. You know, uh, I, I think it's a great idea. Like Dale said, the intent is there, certainly. Uh, the closure, I, I don't know if I'd say closure at the top. The opening is uh, really well designed so that, when you do wrap, you know, fishing line around your your index finger, middle finger, whatever, you can just slide it down in there, and as you as you take it out, you know, the the rubber kind of grips it and just pulls the line and uh, just keeps it down in there. Is that where you put all your boogers? That's right. Yep. <laughs> Shannon, <laughs> if I don't eat, moving them. right along. Mm, tasty. Uh, but uh, no, I have a pile pot on my uh, fish pond pack, and there is now two sizes of those. 
and it is a great accessory. We do sell a lot of them. The intent of us being stewards, uh, you know, keeping clean out there, and a lot of stuff we pick up is stuff left, I say left behind, but we'll occasionally find some stuff that's left behind by some folks that weren't thinking too well at the time. But uh, uh, the, the only problem that I have with mine is where it's located because of the pack that I carry. It's in the back, so kind of reaching around, it's kind of tough to do that. So I do tend to do both. I use both. I put some stuff in the, the pockets of my waders um, as well as the Piopod. But it, it is a great tool. I think everybody should carry some, whether it's Piopod or some way to collect, uh, collect trash and not uh, just clean it behind yourselves, man. It's a great That's tool. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Leave it better than you found it. Yeah, man. Well, uh, number six here, um, this one, uh, the fly fishing industry, uh, pretty much stole from the camera industry, uh, to, to develop, but, uh, a real case, uh, various companies, Sims, um, gosh, Fish Pond, Fish Pond Patagonia, who else? Orvis. Yeah. Uh, just about every major brand, uh, has one of these, a real case, but it, uh, you know, it's about what, eight inches by five, uh, rectangle. And, uh, or bigger, depending on how true, many reels. There's right. some that carry like 10 reels. Saltwater versions versus fresh. But, um, you know, they, they, they were designed to hold lenses for cameras, and the fly fishing industry just kind of transferred them over to holding reels. Um, I can't say I've ever used one, but there's gear, there's pieces of gear I have that have it built in. So, yeah, I've we, got the Orvis luggage rod vault thing that holds my rods and reels. And everything else, if I'm if I'm traveling, so I like things to be in one place. If I get spread out, I'm losing it. So, I yeah. So I, I have the piece of luggage like Dale is talking about there, and it that's to me that's where I would rather put my money in that particular piece of item because not only do you have your reels, you have your rods, you have fly boxes, things like that. I give it a thumbs down for everyday use. However, if you are a rep, if you're repping a particular brand of reel. I think it's probably a great tool to put like 12 different demo reels in there that you're showing your dealers. But for the average person who may only have one reel, a lot of these reels come with some kind of case. Um, yeah, like a neoprene and, cover or something like that. Yeah, yeah so I, I think you're, you're kind of uh, going past it. However, you know, for the person who might have two or three, they have some extra spools, um, you know, there, there could be a use for it there. So I think you have to evaluate it if you have one reel, maybe two or three spools. Uh, that that could be something to keep keep track of them, maybe, and maybe that's what they're going after. And, and honestly, maybe we've misrepresented the the real case that hey, man, this is a great way to. There's to store people your that are certainly a lot more organized than I am. <laughs> so, I have to I have to go against the grain here. I would say I really like them. Uh, I own I don't know three or four of them. Um, it's kind of a modular accessory, if you will. The, um, you know, it, it doesn't take up the. That's a big word. <laughs> I couldn't spell it if you asked. Two big words but, back to back. <laughs> You know, with uh, like Dale mentioned, you can get them with the the real or the uh, the rod tubes. You know, room for them, which is nice if you do some traveling. But uh, as a guide, you know, I I when I find something I like, you know, I'll, like a reel, I will buy a few extra spools, and it's nice to be able to keep one reel in there with maybe two or three extra spools alongside it. And you know, different brands, I can tell tell them apart. Uh, so I give it a big thumbs up. I use them all the time. Thumbs up there from Jack. Oh yeah, up. Bobby. I'm I'm with Jack. Um, there we go. So because, y'all are organized because of the spools. It uh, it definitely you know if you it, and you know you actually get one if you buy that Lampson three pack that they sell. Um, you kind of get a real case. It's not as nice yeah. as it's not like a camera case kind of feel, but it is it is a nice case, and you get two extra spools there. So 
just on that premise, you know, because a lot of people out there have sinking lines and things like that. And part of the reason I like it so much is I do a lot of two-handed rods, and you have different items for those of the out there that have done two it. You understand that. So it's nice to even stuff your shooting heads and things like that that you carry with you. It's a great place to keep them organized for whatever day of fishing you're, you're doing. Um, so I'll give it a big thumbs up. Um, they're, they're mostly relatively cheap. Um, so I think it's a great way to kind of stay organized, especially if you keep your stuff in the back of your SUV. Your reels don't get beat up or lost and stuff like that. And your dog don't chew on them either. You know, we, you know, Dale, I think if you had one, you probably wouldn't have lost that uh, Lansom Speedster that you had in the, the bottom of your pack for two years. Oh, yeah, it was. Well, yeah. that, that's a, that, that speaks to the, the amount of space in that Sims I mean, that's, Waypoint sling pack that – there was a, a Lamson Speedster 2.0. No, it was saying, 1.5. I'm just saying you had $300 worth of reel sitting at the bottom of the bag. You didn't know <laughs> It was about. in there, what, two years? Uh, yeah. I'd asked you about it a number oh, of times, word. and you'd forgotten about it and claimed it's you like, didn't nah, have dude, it. I gave that back to you. <laughs> See, the real case, big thumbs up. There and, we go. And, and we got them in the shop, folks. So if you're looking for that uh, that uh, piece of equipment there that, uh, that uh, Bobby and Jack are endorsing there. And you can get it for about the same price as a fly dryer. I think they... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thirty nine ninety nine. You rather have the Amadou or the real case? I'd like it. Amadou real case. Ooh, yeah. keep your that, reels dry. Ooh, they would, and they would be on a really nice feeling. Oh, that'd be plush. Yeah, keep your fly lines plush dry. Bed. Yeah. Well, uh, so we so folks, this something. is a this is a, re- a review of the top ten useless, uh, most useful pieces of gear. And you can tell, you know, a lot of these things we actually do like. It's just. Uh, you know, can we get by without them? Yeah, but they are really nice to have. I mean, you get by without cruise control, but it is really nice to How have. How about when that, you don't adaptive. Have that adaptive? That cruises. is garbage. <laughs> what? I just got that. I love it. Tell you I, like, I love it. I like waiting to change lanes until I'm right up on that person because they are in the left lane most likely. <coughs> you got to draft them. You know, they got to get out of my way. I can push them over. He's got to get to the drive through. You can set how far away you. It Ricky comes Bobby off. heading to Chick Fil A. Yeah. That, that's, that is nice to be able to change that Ricky setting. Ricky Booby. Um, well, hey, so this one, this one's one of my favorite. We're in the top five now. Yeah, top five. So it's getting getting serious, folks. Um, but again, for about the same price as a, a draft line patch, $39.99, you can have yourself a nice Sims taco bag. Mm. Uh, not to be confused with the Fish Pond burrito bag. But they're um, one in the same, kind of. They are very similar. And, you know, all the companies have tried to put out some sort of, you know, this is a tote, folks. Uh, it unzips uh, into a circle, so it you can zip it up, and it looks like a taco, and you can unzip it uh, into a circle, and it's it's a, like a canvas mat, um, basically for you to waiter up and and keep your keep your car clean and and transport and whatnot. So I love this thing. Uh, I guide with it. I uh, really enjoy it. What about you guys? Double thumbs up, man. Double thumbs up. <laughs> Whether it's the Sims taco bag or whatever, waiter bags are awesome, and you can put your boots. You put your your waiters in there. You're, you're ready to go. But uh, you know the the taco bag is kind of unique because when it unzips, you get the circle. Hmm. Yeah, a little bit of geometry going on there. But you get the circle from a taco to a circle. How's that's that right? Happen? And and you know, I guess if you want to throw some tacos in there, you could wrapped up and you know it wouldn't sweat because of the ventilation on the side. <laughs> so you'd still be maybe crunchy when you got back to the shop. But but all seriousness, man, I think it's a thumbs up. We sell a lot of the taco bags. The price point is fantastic. It's a great way to store your boots and waders after they are dry thoroughly. And so that way you just grab your bag and you're ready to rock and roll. So I'm a, I'm a big thumbs up on any of those bags. Go taco bag, a couple of different colors, and uh, just great, great, man. I would also have to give it a big thumbs up. Um, I really don't like, I, if you know me, I never go barefoot anywhere. I always have to have socks on. I'm weird about my feet. So being able to unzip that and uh, stand on top of it, 
where you're not maybe on some wet gravel or dirt, whatever, you know, uh, I'm a little picky. I got to be on that taco bag. I don't want my feet getting dirty. You're all laughing stepping on right rocks, now. you know. So. Yeah, nobody likes rocks and sands it, between your feet and your chacos. Well, hey, I mean, I usually stand feet, on those care. those sands burrs, you know. Like you know, it, it really <laughs> well, I get dressed. It save it protects that neoprene booty on your waiter. That's right. So it's yeah. really protecting. It your does. Yeah. It does. That that's probably the biggest thing about it. Um, and the reason that I think all four of us are giving it a thumbs up is it's great for transportation purposes, moving all your gear. But at the end of the day, you're standing on something that protects you from getting a leak in the bottom of your booty while you're getting your waders on and off. Um, and you know, when you look at one of these taco bags, if you've never seen one, they don't look that large. But I've I've got size 13 and 14 boots. It depends on the brand. And I wear like a double X. I can fit my boots, my waders, my pack, and a hand net in that taco bag. So it's actually got quite a bit of room. So you can pretty much put the main essential gear that you need that day. I might be able to fit a real case too, Jack. i got to say, that's a lot of toppings on that taco bag. A lot and of toppings. And an Amadou patch. A little bit of cheese on top. So, yeah, I think we all give that a thumbs up. That's almost a no-brainer. Um, whether it's a taco bag or a Rubbermaid tote, the taco bag is just a little slimmer and it fits in your car a little better. All right, we're going to take a quick break here from the top ten and answer a uh, listener question here. Uh, we've got Clint from Georgia sending in a question. Uh, guys, what shade of pink is your favorite to use on the Squirmy Wormy? Oh, that's an easy one. Hot pink. It's really? got to come in a package, too. It's a great question, Clint. I mean, they only have one pink, isn't it? Well, but there's there's the other I mean, shade. There's like shrimp well, pink. Well, you said shade of pink. I like that power Is there another pink? pink? I thought it was just hot pink. Clint said shade of pink. Okay. Well, there's various colors. So, first of all, folks, there's various colors of the, uh, the, the, the squirmy material that you can tie a San Juan-like worm with, and it's a synthetic rubber material. Um, I don't, what do you think, Shannon? I think that um, I'm just not a huge fan of squirmy wormies. However, 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 here we go. It really depends on who the manufacturer of the worm material is. And you do get shades, variations of it, whether it's a hairline or the uh, Spirit uh, River. Spirit River or, uh, you know, Fulling Mill there. But it seems to be our, our number one, and I have to go with what Bobby says here. It's more, it's more of a kind of a hot pink, fluorescent type pink there. And uh, that's the one to go with. It's, it's the most popular one, and uh, that's the one that everybody wants to buy. So we're yeah. going with that one. Clint, cowbell you, man, on the fluorescent pink one, brother. All right. There you go, folks, fluorescent pink. Mm-hmm. I, I got to throw out there, I love the bloodworm red. I was, so know, I was about to say, there's times when it's like the pink shuts off and you need the bloodworm red. I was kind of kidding about the pink. I'm not, I'm not huge on it. It is super popular. No, the, uh, the red worm, it, is, it has produced a lot of fish for me throughout the wintertime. I don't know what for for what reason or another. Um, particularly Scott Creek right there in Silva. You know, it's right behind the shop. You go out secret. there. Here's the secret. Here's the secret. I'm Jack, letting, you're I'm kidding me, dude. I'm you're out. kidding me. North Carolina fly fishing well, trip. We can go walk to it from the shop. Oh my gosh, Jack, you're killing me here. No but, joke. No that, joke. But, that uh, bloodworm red. Yeah. You know. You know it. It. You know this kind of funny scurvy worm. It's like a whole topic. Oh, it is. We've, we've like gone Love off course. Love it or hate it. We could have put that in the most useless, but most we've gone off course here for sure. But. You know, the uh, the glow, kind of that glow-colored one there as well. There are times when that rascal just is like money. You, you know, it's like when it hits, it's like everybody, like, comes into the shop. Oh, this is a color that's working on the tuck today. So here they come. They grab one and out they go. So you'll sell out like in a day. So it's awesome. Well, all right. Thanks for that question, Clint. Uh, going right back into the top ten most useless but most useful pieces of gear that you can have. 
Uh, it used to be called the the waiting koozie from Sims. Uh, now uh, there must have been some uh, maybe a lawsuit or some threats, and we did get a notice that these are now officially titled uh, the waiting drink sleeve from Sims. So uh, is, is Koozie patented or something? It's with a Koozie. trademark. Must be a trademark. Koozie's its own company. Yeah, it's like its own thing. Man, man. Sims sold them things for like two years before they got busted. <laughs> <laughs> that means they will find you. They will hunt you down like the dog you are and get you. Yeah. So so to be official, we are calling these drink sleeves, Koozie folks, drink sleeves. We are not referring to them as Koozies. So I I, I really like these personally. Um, not necessarily for the fishing aspect of it because nobody likes creek water in their tea um and these things will hold a bojangles cup of tea we, we've tested it out here in the shop um but i i man i use this really when i'm mowing my yard that actually like second that is the number one thing we hear isn't it jack yeah it's like I'm people like the they're like dude this is perfect for now i'm on my lawnmower or now they call them lawn tractors whatever it is these days it was a lawnmower when i was a kid riding lawnmower but they're buying that thing with the blades that you turns and ain't got a motor. I push those two, Dale. Let's not give away my. <laughs> that's actually the best grass cut you'll get when they're sharp, man. It's awesome. Yeah, that's why golf mowers. courses. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you could have one of them, you know, when you're pushing that thing too, it'd be good. But uh, I think they're used mostly by people who are not in the water. So I'm a thumbs up on it, man. They, gosh, man, we sell a bunch of those things. All Cool colors, too, man. So hook us up on that. We'll send you one out, man. So holler at us. Or two yeah. or three. You can line them up like a six-shooter on the belt, you know? There you, you can go. What do you, what do you think, Bobby? <laughs> I give it a thumbs up. I've, I don't have a yard to mow because I'm on a side of a hill, but uh, I definitely give them a thumbs up. Well, I think uh, the best purpose for it's grilling. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right a good Right there one. while I you're like flipping it, the burgers, man. man, your drink's right there, so... Yeah. You don't have to worry about knocking it over or anything. Hey man, add like two or three, and you could have like some condiments, like like That's a squeeze ketchup bottle, like like a squeeze mustard yeah. bottle, maybe like some put some, some basting stuff in dude. there. You're doing like a, a oh pork gosh. butt. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uses there. Um, all right, number three again, going back to fish pond. This one not necessarily for uh, the necessarily for the benefit of the environment, like the PO or Piopod, uh, but the sushi roll. Uh, this isn't to eat, folks. This is this is a uh, basically an EVA foam uh, piece that you can roll up into a cylinder and Velcro it tight, but air can still flow, allowing your streamers uh, that can be easily hooked into this thing to breathe and dry. What do you guys think? I love it. I got one in my pack all the time. I got the small. They come in small, large, and extra large, if I remember right. And I've got the small one in my sling pack, and I keep all my streamers in it. It rolls out into a, I don't know, probably 10 by 12 square, maybe, maybe a little smaller. But uh, number one, it, it lets your flies dry out really easy because the air can pass through the center of it. But it also has Velcro on all four corners, where if you have a boat or a cooler that you want to attach it to, you can roll it out and Velcro it onto those items, um, which is pretty cool. And it comes with the squares that you, you know, it's got tape on them where it can uh, stick to it. So I'm all in on it. I use it every time I go fishing. Um, I think it's great. I've probably had it for, I don't know, three years, and it's still going strong. So definitely a good product, in my opinion. Personally, I don't have a whole lot of experience with them other than uh, seeing Bobby stuff it down in his pack. Um, But personally, I I could see the appeal uh, if you're on a boat, you know, slap it on the cooler, roll it back up when you hop off. You know, I think it'd be be super handy there. 
Personally, I don't own one though, so I, I don't really know what the uh, the on the water benefit for me would be. Uh, you know, wade fishing with it. I don't own one either, Jack, but I've seen it in action, and I give it a big two thumbs up. I think it's a great tool, man. Those streamers, well, you know these, uh, you know these dungeons and butt monkeys and jaw breakers and whatever that thing you got stuck in your jaw is, man. <laughs> Try to put those things in a box. Let's think about that organization. And I'm an organized guy, and I think it's a great tool. So, man, I, I love it. It's going to preserve your hooks because it dries out. So, I, I'm I'm all for it, man. Absolutely. Yeah, I, so I, I use it guiding and had it. I did have the uh, Velcro attached to the Yeti cooler on the boat. Um, but yeah, one thing I found I didn't like about it, just to put this out there, I mean, it was very useful, but uh, I didn't like how the wet streamer, uh, the dye, would bleed onto the EVA. Um, and it, it, it really ended up changing some colors there and, and just didn't have a real clean presence. So um, after you know several seasons of guiding with it and uh, stuffing hooks in it and ripping hooks out of it it really kind of took its toll so i had that problem i think it i think it it it, it kind of it, it went its course so uh um, yeah, but I, mine, I got great use out of it i've never had mine turn colors well it's that's it's, weird it's a replaceable item it's not meant to yeah, last a lifetime right. so that's i mean right. it's it's you got your use out of it so yeah that's well cool. hey Interesting. so yeah. the next thing number two so we're up we're up to number two that was number three there the fish pond sushi roll number two uh, most useless, but most useful guy. Most full, uh, most useful things gear you can have on the water. It's a tongue full. Yeah, the uh, the Sims gulper tube, the gulper tube, guys. A tongue full. A tongue full. A tongue full. Never heard that one. Yeah, welcome it's to NPR. Full. It's a tongue full. Gulper tube. The gulper tube number two. Gulp. <laughs> All right, so so let me let me let me paint the picture here, folks. We're, we're, we're going really well with the gulper tube. <laughs> so we've we've got uh, it's about thirty six inches. Uh, it, it is cylindrical. Uh, that's that's with a C, Jack. Cylindrical, uh, and it has a zipper uh, that goes uh, down down its lateral line there that you can. Um, <laughs> but basically, folks, this is a cooler. You can put cans in. Um, of your favorite tasty beverage. Yeah, I think it holds what six, 12, 12 ounce cans, something like that, in a yeah. vertical tube, basically, yeah. uh, or or four sixteens. Yeah. So, um, I, th- I think uh, you know I like to put cheer wine in mine, but um, so you own one? I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You know, Dale uses it when he's grilling. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. and Across I look like back. Yeah, it's kind of like a, a quiver. You know, for I look like Legolas out there grilling. So, so he's so he's got the gulper tube along with the waiting drink sleeve to replenish. He's well hydrated. When he's he well That's hydrated. Right. That's right. You know, it, I got know, a lot of grass to mow. No, you, you, no, you do. I give you credit, man. I, I do. It's like it's like you strap it across your back, like you have a quiver full of arrows, ready to go take out your favorite game animal. Oh yeah. You know, I you know I I see kind of the novelty in it. I think it's good if you're packing in some beer or something to the backcountry. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you're... you're Which I think that's what they had in mind. I think that's what you had in mind, but uh, um, I've not seen any on the trail, not meaning that I've, I'm there all the time, so someone could be well, using it. it's not it. allowed in the park, but in the National Forest, you can... Beer. You can well, have all the beer alcohol. you want. <laughs> I mean, you, you pack in your soda, and you pack your soda back out. Yeah. You know, it's not... It doesn't say I think, I think from the purpose of, like, having a boat, too, it sits well, like, against the edge of the boat and doesn't take up a lot of room. Good point. The boat so you can have right. a few few yeah. drinks, whether it's soda or beer or whatnot, and it's not a big cube in the center of your boat. So, mm. you know, use it that way, too. 
Steve, you have a boat out there, and I know you're listening. <laughs> Jack, what do you think? You know, that, that's another product I haven't used. I would be very curious to know if it can fit a 40-ounce uh, King Cobra. But other than that, you know, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have much use for it. What about the missile, baby? <laughs> I, you know, I think we ought to stay away from glass inside that thing, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> probably a good idea there. You can get those Colt 45s in a can, I think. I'm impressed he knew what that was. Steel. <laughs> I'm impressed, Jack. Dude, man, the young man over there, the young lad. I have great taste. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Straight out of Loveland. Well, uh, round bag it. we're down to number one, right, folks. folks. Hey, oh. drum roll. Oh. <laughs> it's probably going to sound terrible. Uh, it'd be good. It's golden. All right. The number one most useless but most useful gear that you can own. Here it is, folks. Hold on. What? No, I'm just joking. Go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Rod Vault. Oh, uh, now, I know that's kind of a maybe the name of a specific brand, but so so let's maybe refer to these as rod transport systems. Yeah, good. RTSs. For the top of your car or truck. Right? Yeah, the missile yeah. launcher. So that, okay. So this, I have this issue with it. I never want to be mistaken for a missile launcher by Iran. <laughs> I mean, they got satellites too, and you could be driving around here going fishing. They could drop a javelin right on you. Boom. Gone. You're gone. Gone. Do you, remember, do you remember the day in school, you know, when Iraq and I ran the Iraq and I ran joke since you brought up Iran? I was in kindergarten. Do you remember? Yeah, 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 you guys are too um, young for that. Um, I, mean, I was in second grade when you know, 9-11 well, happened. We won't go so. into it, but some people out there, you know what I'm talking about. Y'all can laugh real good right now. But uh, I have a bad experience with, with the rod transport system, rod as ball. in the fact that— Did you get shot at? No, but I spent two mornings in court because of it. That's right. That's I don't right. own one, nor will I own one. However, let's not name any names. It screams the fact that, hey, look at me. I'm carrying rods. And they may or may not be as secure as you think they are. And when they're not as secure as you think they are, hmm, what an easily theft item there is. So uh, my, my experience with a rod transport system is not good. I would not own one. I would not recommend one at all. So I'm a double thumbs down. If I could thumbs do my down. toes, man, I'm like double toes down, thumbs downs as well. Because I've had bad experiences and having to spend time in a court courtroom because of it. So I will say this. Some of them have plastic. I had to think about it. I want to make sure I word it right because I don't want everybody to yell at me. Some of them have like a plastic area for where the reel goes. And then some of them now, now they're coming out where they have like steel encased or maybe aluminum, um, which will definitely be a little bit less theft in those items because it's harder to get through. Um, so in some ways, I see that, but uh, uh, if you had them inside your car, I mean, they can break your window, and the windows on cars are not cheap. You so, know, you know, Nicholas had uh, – Nicholas, man, I hope you're listening, man. I hope you're doing well there, uh, Bodie. But, uh, you, know, you know, the one he had closed differently, and his was almost like a diamond-plated type – Aluminum or steel? Oh, he had. I know which one he had. You know, big sky. It actually lifted the entire thing. Opens yeah. up. It's you not just pull it out from right. the back. Big sky rod box. Yeah. Yeah. That one's definitely because that was all steel construction. Right. And yeah. I could see because you or know all metal. I don't know. You know, for steel. me, I don't care. The way I carry my rods are different. I, I like the bag system of you know breaking them down, and it's out of sight, out of mind there. Yeah. But uh, to me, they just scream, "Hey, look! Here it is!" Um, and if it's not a very 
secure locking system. I can see the see that. However, uh, if you're making your own and you're an aluminum, you can weld aluminum and stuff. There's ways around it, so that could be a great thing. But uh, I think for the average person, it's not fishing every day. It's not on yeah. the water every day. I, I just don't know. I'd rather you come in to see us and buy a rod, and uh, you can carry yeah, your car. They are, they are pricey. I mean, it's definitely somebody that fishes a lot. Like you're you're into your rods every day or every other day or at least three times a week. I think. I, I think it would be kind of curious, um, you know, if, if you've had your stolen what out of out of your transportation system what your thoughts are now versus what it was before you purchased the system what do you think jack you haven't really yeah uh, you know i'm i'm very curious about them i've never owned one and uh i think they're a great idea if you use them as they are intended um just the the transportation what are you gonna do stuff hot dogs in them i mean what do you mean by that well you could launch missiles from them (laughs) well not to think of it so much as a uh storage uh, option, but more as a transportation option. You know, you're not don't keep them in there overnight. Uh, you know, or if it's hot outside, don't leave them in there. They're going to fry your fly lines. Oh, that's something I hadn't be, even thought about. Yeah, the especially in the southeast. Yeah, yes. that's a good point. Yes, the heat I'm, I'm sure they get really hot. I would love to to hear your opinion on that. But uh, I just think for the average angler, if you're going spot to spot, it can be super convenient. And uh, you know, I drive a pickup truck. I just now got a camper top on it. So you know if you guys out there with trucks, you probably know the struggle. Either stick them out the back of the bed or you have to break them down. Not yeah. if you have a Toyota because the window moves. Oh, hey, my window moves too, but it's still a pain. <laughs> <laughs> well, the but, camper shell, it probably is now. Yeah, that, that's right. But I, I see the appeal, and I, I think I'm getting ready to pull the trigger on one because uh, just for transporting sake, it is super that's, convenient. That's right, and I, I think that's where I'm at too, Jack. I, I, I've kind of been, well, I'll just run them up you know, open the back door and run them up between the seats. But, uh, you know, I've, I've got a dog now that, that travels with me and, um, I've got these two real little human beings that tend to get in my back seat. And, um, I, I hate having to unload all the gear, you know, between trips, you know, if I'm guiding day after day after day, um, it's, uh, it's, it's nice to, at least think about being able to store some rods up there um, in transit there, just even dropping the kids off at school before a trip. So, uh, but at the same time, it doesn't take that long to put rods together. It really does. I mean, for, for 500 bucks. That's right. These things retail for about $500. Yeah, mm-hmm. give or take, depending on. You're going to lose gas mileage. And, and you it, can't go through a car wash. Can't go through a car wash, but... Here's What's the that? thing. It it blows my mind that, like, right now, okay, it's wintertime. We got guides driving around here, leaving them in there. And that's fine if you're fishing every day. But if you ain't fishing every day, you are killing yourself. You're just throwing money out the window in gas mileage. And we saw some guys up in Richmond. They drove, they drove hundreds of miles. Yeah. And they weren't casting. Yeah. Hey, so, y'all, look at me. I got a rod vault. Well, it is almost I mean, like a thing. I mean, it is. It's kind of like, like those cl- necklaces that that say you dive every now and then. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like a click, and I'm not in the click. But I, I think you know you guys bring up some interesting um, and some very valid points. Positives is the fact that we lose the, the focus. It it is a transportation system. Oh, absolutely. It's not meant to be used as a security Storage. system. Yeah. And I think that's where the problem has come into it. So transportation from A to B, if yeah. it's for you, go for it. It's not for me. Uh, but uh, if it's for you, man, it's it's probably an investment. If you do own one and you are on the river and you don't have your rods in it, like you're fishing actively with your rod, leave it open. 
most most of the guides around here leave them flipped up so people can tell there's no because you know it's no no worse thing to get back and then you, your rods didn't get stolen but they just busted your rod vault that cost five hundred dollars up because they thought there might be something in that's why I leave my house point. unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, kind of look at it from that point. I mean, overall, I'm like Shannon. I think from a transportation standpoint, they're great, but don't trust them to be you know a security thing. Um, I, I honestly, I think I'd probably like to have one at some point. I mean, they are nice. For me, thumbs up. Thumbs up. What do you guys think? Mm, I, I, Shannon, I guess, you sound like a, a downer. I, you know, I'm like, I'm I'm like just the said, 50-50. I've had, right? I've just been the guy that was being the good, the good Samaritan. Got subpoenaed. And, and, yeah, I got subpoenaed twice because of someone else's unfortunate circumstances. I, I wasn't, let me just say, I wasn't the one who took them. I was the one that they were trying to sell to that particular day. But um, yeah. that, that was the downside of it there, and I, I seen that at its worst. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm kind of a thumbs-down guy on that one. I've, I've heard you lose about five miles to the gallon. It was three the other day when we were talking about it. Pick, <laughs> pick a number, Dale. Every time you tell the story, you're supposed to I think it's going to be different on every vehicle. Well, What's at the, the end of the day, just, just having a, a roof rack, you lose mileage. The barometric pressure affects that, Jack. Oh, oh is that right? And yeah. the water table. And the water table, yeah. Well, hey, there you go, folks. That is uh, That's that the, is top, the 10. top 10 most useless but useful pieces of gear. Uh, tune in again, uh, and we will go over another top 10. So how, how about we do this? How about... How about you folks, the listeners out there, hit us up, info at tuckflyshop.com. Give us maybe what your top 10 is. We'll take a look at it. Maybe we'll get you a shout out there on the air. Or if there's a list that you want us to come up with, let us know and we'll, we'll hit it, man. What do you guys think about that? I absolutely love that. That'll awesome. be good. Well, folks, again, if you uh, want to find out more about us, go to Facebook, Instagram. We have uh, Tuck a CG Fly Shop or Tuck Fly Shop. Uh, the website, www.tuckflyshop.com. Um, I just actually got the email that we are now up on iHeartRadio. So if you want to listen to the podcast through that or Google Podcast or the iTunes podcast or whatever else. Out there. There's a lot of podcast platforms, but uh, you can definitely check us out there. And we appreciate all of y'all listening and uh, look forward to seeing you in the shop or on the water. Thank you.